This is Mike Burton from Genuine Chit Chat, and you're listening to So Wizard, where the magic happens. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 249 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts this week are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. He got you. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagans. Pikachu, I choose you. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of nerdy news, and then we're going to review and react to the movie we've been waiting years for. Ryan Reynolds is Detective Pikachu. But before we get into that, how is everyone doing this week? Aubrey, how the hell are you? I am good. I did uh, finals for my spring class. You ain't got no class. <laughs> so I just finished those, and then I have this week off, and then I start summer classes. So. Mm, Jesus. Yeah. That, that doesn't sound like fun at all. I know. Why would I ever decide to go back to school? <laughs> what did? What was I thinking? You know, it always seems like a great idea until you actually have to go to school. <laughs> yeah, I actually like have to go to this biology class, and I'm not that excited every time i've thought about doing it it's like oh yeah what a great idea and then it's like oh wait i have to actually go to the school and like take classes and stuff nah yeah i don't know what i was thinking i will say i was uh, considering we should just record the entire episode speaking as pokemon <laughs> schnabel schnabel <laughs> but uh I'm, I'm glad we decided not to so well, it's it's great to have you around, Aubrey. I'm glad I'm glad you're here, and uh, let's see how Markellis is doing. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I got to uh, I got to accomplish one of my goals. I was trying to get a friend of the show, Jessica, up to date with the Marvel movies. So I gave her like half of my DVDs, my Blu-ray DVDs, for her to watch, and gave her a list. And for the most part, there's only like a few that she didn't quite catch, but they're not important ones. But we went to go see. Avengers Endgame and she loved it so oh, uh, thank god yeah so I feel like I have accomplished my goal of spreading the word of nerd so to clarify Markellis went to the movies with a girl yeah I, I tend to do that I believe it or not I actually do have friends that are females and guys I, you, <laughs> I went to see uh, Pokemon with uh, my buddy Pedro so that was fun <laughs> but yeah I uh, I have um I brought it to the movie so she can see it, and she loved it, and it was great. Aubrey, we will never understand the secret life of Mark Ellis. It needs to be like a television show. Mm, no. Mark's like talking to us, like acting like, oh, my life's really boring. And then a red phone rings at his house, <laughs> and he runs and slides down a pole <laughs> and speeds off into the distance to like go on his exciting life that he doesn't tell anyone about. Pretty much. Yep. Pretty much. You will never know. My life, my life is not an open book. 
Well, that's good because mine is, so it balances out. Exactly. So it's like a half-open book. Exactly. And Joey, how are you doing? Oh, my God. I'm fucking tired, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been a, a comical uh, series of events uh, in my life the last few days. Uh, our refrigerator broke. So like a week and a half ago, our washing machine broke. We had to have someone come out and fix it. And then like a couple of days ago, our fucking fridge broke. I came home from work. I made breakfast. I closed the fridge. I went to bed. I woke up. I went to get some water and the light in the fridge wasn't on. I was like, what the fuck? And the fridge wasn't working. So I had to have some guy come out today and look at it. And then we, of course, you have to pay him to come look at it. And then they have to order a part. So you have to pay for the part up front. And that's just like, God damn it. Is it fixed oh, now? Is it fixed now? Do you can you can no, you eat now? No, the the part is going to come in and they're oh, going to fix it this week. So fuck. right. So we have like what we could salvage in like coolers with ice and have to go buy ice like every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's not been fun. But and plus this morning, like I couldn't go to bed when I got home from work. I had to wait for this guy to come because of course they can't tell you I'll be there at nine. It's like I'll be there between eight. And 5 p.m. Right. <laughs> like, w- could you narrow it down a little bit? <laughs> so, and then I had to help my brother-in-law move. And that was like lifting a lot of stuff plus work and, and working at my other job and going to see Detective Pikachu. And I'm just wiped out. But that's okay. I exist in a perpetual state of tired. So. Right. Yeah. I went and saw Detective Pikachu. And then we went to the store and purchased so many Pokemon cards. <laughs> so what you're saying is it worked. Yeah, I. Josh alone spent like $150 on Pokemon cards. Mm. And then me and my brother both also spent a disgusting amount of money on Pokemon cards. <sighs> Gotta catch them all. Yeah. Well, they have like the promo cards and then you go and you collect the rest of the collection for the promo cards. So you go to Target, Walmart, and um, GameStop to get the different promo cards. So that's what we did. So you're saying is it worked? They got you? Yep, they did. Yep. Excellent. It was easy. I'm a sucker for collectible cards. <laughs> so I hate, hey, smell this this package of magic cards. And I'm like, oh, I must buy it. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I feel with old comic books. So I, I completely understand. Awesome. All right, Marcellus. Every episode is someone's first. And you know what? You never forget your first time. So... Let's make sure it's memorable and tell them where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you also find some movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you also find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our So Wizard t-shirts and it'll look good while you're representing our show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. You'll see the Amazon logo. Click on that. Go to the Amazon website, order your things. And that way, when you get your products, you'll be helping out. So was your podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five star review while you're there. You can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean, we're on Google Play Music, and you can stream our show through Spotify. Uh, you can also stream our show through Podcoin, the way you listen to our show, and you can earn some money just for yourself. Or if you want to donate it to charity, you can always do that too. Uh, Podcoin, great way to listen to shows. Uh, you can also support our show through our Patreon 
account, patreon.com backslash soldier podcast, a small donation, and you'll be entitled to bonus content from Soldier Podcast. A uh, shout out to all of our podcasting crew all over the world. Back to you, Joey. Pokemon, Pokemon, you gotta catch them all. <laughs> oh, it's a classic. All right. Well, I guess uh, it's time to talk about some news. So, what's going on in the world of nerd this week, Mark? Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in Nerdy News, we had uh, a few announcements. It looks like uh, Chadwick Boseman is going to be playing the first Black Samurai, or the only Black Samurai, in a movie called uh, Yazuki. Uh, this is a story that I never heard of, uh, but Chadwick Boseman, besides playing King T'Challa, is the king of the biopics. Uh, they haven't announced the director. It's from one of the co-creators of Narcos, a TV show on Netflix that I heard was pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah, Chadwick Boseman can do no wrong when it comes to the biopic era. So uh, a Black Samurai, sign me up. I'm ready for it. Uh, what do you guys think of this? Uh, let's start with Joey. Excuse me. This is like a, a true story or is this like going to be just like a badass action movie? It's a true story that is also going to be a badass action movie. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm down for uh, badass samurai action movies and I do like Chadwick Boseman. Um, not just because he's Black Panther, but he was great. Um, what was the name of Jackie Robinson movie he was in? Uh, 42. 42. Yeah, 42. he was really good in that. So he's a good actor. And I like uh, karate movies. So sign me up. As long as it's like actually – that's because you know what? I want like more like a Jackie Chan type movie. I don't want like a serious movie. <laughs> you don't want like The Last Samurai starring Chadwick Boseman? No, not at all. Or Tom Cruise. <laughs> Like, why is there a white samurai who's really short? What's going on here? Um, no, I don't want that at all. So if it's going to be more of an action type movie, I'm all in. But I don't really want to watch anything that involves a lot of talking. So, <laughs> Gotcha. Gotcha. I want a serious dramatic movie with swordplay. So I, I want The Last Samurai with Chadwick Boseman. I love that movie. You would watch anything with Chadwick Boseman. You have a man crush on him. That's true. That's true. If only we can get him and Michael B. Jordan in a movie together. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, that happened. Uh, Last Dragon remake. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about uh, Chadwick Boseman playing uh, the first non-Asian samurai? I feel like if anybody can do that part justice, it's him. So I have high hopes for him to do a great job, and I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I really want to know who's going to be directing it. Um, and I really want to know like how he has another movie coming out pretty soon called 21 Bridges that uh, the Russo brothers are producing. So I, I really want to see how that plays out too. Um, but uh, yeah. It'd be uh, really awesome if it was Taika Waititi. It's not going to be. <laughs> but it should be. He's making some movie where he plays Hitler. Ta okay. Taika Waititi is? Yeah. Nice. Nice. I still have to watch um, the other movie that came out before Thor that everyone says is really good. The Wilder People something. That's on uh, Amazon. Yes. Yeah. I got to make some time to watch that. All right. So then in Suicide Squad 2, a.k.a. The Suicide Squad news, uh, James Gunn is checking off all of the boxes. Looks like he's going to be bringing in his homeboy, Michael Rooker, to play King Shark in The Suicide Squad. 
Uh, I never even heard of King Shark until the Flash TV show. Uh, and I was surprised to find out that was a real character. Uh, but Michael Rooker, I was just thinking about this the other day. He did such an amazing job in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 that, uh, you know, it just cements how good of an actor he is. Uh, so uh, I think him playing King Shark is just perfect. It's totally perfect. Uh, in James Gunn, I trust. What do you guys think of Michael Rooker as King Shark? Uh, let's start with Aubrey. I like Michael Rooker. I really liked him in Guardians of the Galaxy. So, I mean, I guess we'll see how he does. I don't really have much um, faith in Suicide Squad in the first place. <laughs> Can't get much worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bring on a half shark, half man. Let's see how it goes. Nice. Nice. All right, Joey, what about you, man? You've got to be familiar with King Shark. Of course. And, you know, I, I love Michael Rooker and I love that he gets to be in every single James Gunn movie. Right. <laughs> no matter what, they find a way to put him in the movie. It's great. And think about his career before Guardians. Like he was like a character actor who was in half a season, half of half a season of Walking Dead. <laughs> right. And I mean, yeah, he had been in some cool stuff. I liked him in a lot of cool stuff that he was in, but like he wasn't a popular actor. And now uh now it's like a household name. It's crazy. It's crazy. And there's probably more people that know Yondu that that like live action Yondu than like live action Superman right now. So probably that's, probably. that's fucking nuts. <laughs> and yeah, part of that is on Marvel, but part of that is on him for doing a fucking awesome job with the characters. So, you know, what? I'm all in like, let him do whatever he wants, especially if he's going to be doing it with James Gunn. Cause the two of them together seem to have a, have a thing going where it always works out really well. So I'm excited. I am excited. Nice. He'll always have a special place in my heart for um, mall rats, being a mall rat. Yeah. He was great in that. What about a uh, Slither? Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Again, but that's that one is like it's James Gunn, you know, in his field. So it's like, all right, that's kind of it's kind of familiar. Like, do you know, can you think of like other movies of Michael Rooker where, you know, James Gunn isn't behind a camera? There's a there's a few. Uh, Belko experiment. James Gunn wrote that, dude. Yeah, but he didn't uh, direct <laughs> it. All right, touche. You got me on that one. I like Rooker. I think he's awesome. Uh, okay, so then we got some trailers uh, after much, I don't know, anticipation, I guess. Uh, HBO is looking to fill up that Game of Thrones spot once that show is over, and they are putting a lot of effort into Watchmen, the TV show. So we got our first look at the trailer, and it looks a lot like the movie, like a lot, but it takes place in the future. Or, I mean, it takes place after the move, The story of the movie takes place. So we got a bunch of people who are down with Rorschach wearing a Rorschach mask. We got a Academy Award winner, Regina King, playing a vigilante. Uh, Don Johnson, uh, some guy with a cool silver mask that I forgot what they called him, but it looked pretty badass. I don't know. I'm still not, I don't have HBO and I'm probably not going to get it to watch this show, but it does look cool if you're a fan of the movie so what did you guys think of the watchmen tv show uh joey um yeah i mean it looks really cool it looks really well shot and well made um i just i don't really understand what the hook is like so it's a is it's a sequel to the movie that's the impression that i got was the movie that popular that that we want to have a a sequel to it like i don't understand (laughs) 
Didn't they make a sequel to the comic book story? Isn't there like after Watchmen series or something that came out? Uh, well, there was a series of prequels called Before Watchmen, oh. and then they're working their way through, it. and it's like basically a disaster in terms of release because it keeps getting delayed and delayed and delayed. It's going on, I think, almost two years to get twelve issues out of uh, Doomsday Clock, which is the sequel where uh, Doctor Manhattan is uh, messing with the actual DC universe. Oh, I thought that was over with. I thought they finished that up. No, that's just, <laughs> it's still going. Because I was like, oh, I want to read that, but I'll wait until it comes out all at once, and I'll just buy the trade, and I'm still waiting, and it's been like two years. So. There won't be paper in the universe anymore when that book comes out. <laughs> just just blue penises. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I have no idea where they go with the storyline or what they're doing. or I mean, <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess. I'm I'm somewhat interested, but like, I, I don't know like who cares enough. Like, I mean, obviously I'll watch it, but I don't know. Like, does your average Joe care enough about Watchmen to sit down and watch the sequel to the uh, movie from God? How long ago was that? Like oh, nine years ago? Yeah, probably. No, nah, oh yeah, yeah, probably seven years ago. I think maybe. I don't know how they're gonna like make that work like what do we just get a recap of the movie in the first five seconds and it moves forward from there or i guess we'll see but i don't know could be really cool looks really cool it's just uh just really weird it's sort of such a weird concept for a tv show to like pull out your ass like like oh we have let's do a sequel to watchmen like <laughs> what like who even thought of that yeah but the um the movie ends with rorschach like leaving his little notebook with the newspaper so Right. Clearly, they left. It was open for a sequel, kind of, and I and a germ of an idea for a sequel was placed there. Hopefully, somebody gets Doctor Manhattan some pants. <laughs> All you need to know is from the guy who did Lost. So we're, it's oh, in good, it's well. in good hands. <laughs> you know what was lost was the pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now Aubrey, you're a big fan of the Watchmen movie. How do you? What did you think of this trailer? And how do you feel about this TV show? Um, I didn't understand the trailer, but I read more about it. And then I also read a statement from the writer. Yeah. And he does explain that for a while he kept getting approached to do this. And he kept saying no, because he loved the comic book um, growing up. And he said that uh, Alan Moore had stated that the Watchmen was written for a very specific medium and that medium was comics and that it would be ruined if it was translated into moving images. So for a while he, he kept saying that he wasn't going to do it because he felt as though you couldn't adapt it into a show. So I think I have high hopes for it because I, I did love the movie and I think that it's a really interesting concept so, but I think that it's in good hands because we have a writer behind it who loves the series and who grew up with the series and wants to do it justice. And he said no for so long because he didn't think he could do it justice. So I'm, I feel like I'm seeing something that somebody truly loved and and wants to see done right. Mm, well, it definitely looks like HBO was backing up the money truck. To make this movie, to make this TV show look good. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I won't be watching it, but I'll be very uh, eagerly awaiting everyone's opinions on it. 
Well, remember the last time we had some big fans make uh, something off a of property they love? We got Alien versus Predator Requiem. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Preacher TV show. That's what I thought you were heading for. Uh, I, it wasn't that. I don't think the Preacher TV show is that bad. Yeah, right. You just, just kind of had to turn your brain off and be like, this is never... You had to sit down with yourself and say, look, this is never, ever, ever going to be the comics. It's physically impossible to make that on a TV show and not have it canceled within 30 seconds. So, <laughs> so it's just this is just, they're going to do their best and let me try to enjoy it. And if you did that, you know, the show was pretty good. It wasn't great, but it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I know Jen's watched almost all of it. So, Wow. But that's another show that was made by fans, big fans of the comic book. Guys who didn't want anyone else to do the show because they thought it would, they would fuck it up if anyone else got their hands on it. So good for yeah, them. But that really should have been an HBO show. Oh yeah, definitely. If you, I don't know if you did you ever read the source material on that? Um, yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> like it's close to unfilmable. So. Yep. All right. All right. So then, in a little bit of news, I'm going to get back to the trailers, but there was a little bit of uh, other news that I was going to lead into. What I want to talk about next. So it looks like Netflix struck a deal with Dark Horse Entertainment, pretty much based on the success of the Umbrella Academy. Uh, They have a first look deal with Dark Horse. So any property that they are considering making into like a TV show, Netflix is they kind of get like a they kind of get to look over the shoulder first and be like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll take some of that. We'll take some of that. So I'm not too familiar with all of Dark Horse's, uh, I guess catalog of books i think hellboy was one of them is that right joey yes okay so that's the only one that i know of from dark horse uh and with the um with the dudes deal that that did sign up with uh that did sign up with netflix falling apart netflix is definitely trying to get back into that superhero game so i don't know i i like the umbrella academy i would like to think that there's some very other interesting comic books in dark horse's library that would make a good Netflix TV show. Uh, is there anything off the top of your heads that you guys think would would uh, make a good transition from books to Netflix shows? Uh, let's start with Aubrey. Honestly, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. I don't really feel like I'm knowledgeable enough <laughs> to be able to. I mean, because there's, I don't know. That's right. You liked the Umbrella Academy, right? I did. I really liked the Umbrella Academy. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to see season two. I just can't think of anything else that they really own that I would care to see, honestly. Um, All of the stuff that I could think of is based on other properties like Buffy and Star Wars and Firefly. Uh, Joey, what about you, dude? Is there any other Dark Horse books that you think might might benefit from this deal? Uh, the only one I can think of off the top of my head would be Black Hammer. Okay. But I think that might have been optioned somewhere else already. So I don't know if that's included. Which is, uh, it's it's actually a really good book, uh, like this team of heroes, which is kind of like uh, Justice League or the Avengers. They save their city, but in doing so, trap themselves in an alternate dimension. And then, I'm not going to get into the spoilers, but it's really good. <laughs> it, um, and I think that might have been options somewhere else. But they do have, uh, quote-unquote, comics greatest world from the... Uh, Late 90s. I don't know if you remember this, Mark, but it was a whole bunch of superhero properties that they created, including Ghost. Do you remember Ghost? No. It's a girl with like a white veil and a bustier <laughs> with, <laughs> with two handguns. Uh, no, I don't remember that at all. I feel like uh, I, I feel like I've been missing out on something. Barbed wire. Oh, yeah. I remember that. 
Yeah, well, like they, they, they could bring barbed wire back. They're done. That's that's. I'm sure that's on a on a roster right now. But you are correct in saying that they don't have a lot of properties that they own. Like when I think of Dark Horse, same as you, I think of you know Aliens, Predator comics, Buffy. Yep. Star Wars that they don't have the rights to anymore, you know. And then like they even do mangas too and everything. So it's it's weird because I can't think of anything that they specifically own. I don't know what they would make a show out of. I mean pretty much everything they put out is based on other things. Yeah, well they'll probably put stuff out that we let it'd be like new to us, but not to uh it'd be people who like uh spend more time in comic book shops would be more aware of it. Um uh, like um God, what was that? Uh, like Atomic Blonde. That's not a Dark Horse book, but no one knew that was a comic book at all. At least I don't think they did. Uh, so I think it'd be more properties like that. I think the movie, um, the movie Polar with uh, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, that was a Dark Horse comic book that Netflix made into a movie. So I'm, I'm sure it'd be like more independent stuff like that that we're not too familiar with. Okay, all right. So speaking of Netflix, uh, there was a trailer that dropped this week uh, for a Netflix original movie called Rim of the World. Uh, it looked like it had a lot of the Stranger Things flavor to it. Uh, kids who are at camp when the world gets attacked by aliens, and now they somehow get it, it gets put in their into their hands to help save the world. Uh, what did you guys think of this trailer? Let's start with you, Joey. <laughs> uh, what do you think? I thought of this trailer. You loved it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this looked. Um... It looked like a throwback to random movie you would you had never heard of that made like three dollars and fifty cents at the box office mm-hmm. that you would rent and uh, love as a kid, and it would be like a cult classic like twenty years later, you know, like like Ice Pirates, for example. Who hasn't seen Ice Pirates? I haven't seen Ice Pirates. Me. <laughs> what? Are you I think it's on my right list now? already. Are you guys kidding me right now? Nope, I would not lie about Ice Pirates. Oh. Okay, then. Um, <laughs> but you understand what I mean. Like, you know, that that's a cult movie that made zero money at the box office. But like a lot of people had seen it back in the day because everybody had rented it. Yeah, it's like uh, Legend of Billy Jean or uh, Monster Zone Squad. Troopers. <laughs> what the hell is Zone Troopers? You don't know what that is either? Oh, my God. I'm like shooting myself in the foot here. Like I could understand Aubrey not seeing these things, but. I'm not even going to go into it. You just have to watch it. All right. Zone Troopers. I'll, I'll put it on the list. Add it to the list. <laughs> um, but yeah, it gave me that kind of vibe of, uh, you know, I don't think this is going to be uh, an Oscar winning film by any means. Uh, it could have terrible special effects, but I think it, it might be fun. It might be fun to watch. I, I'm really looking forward to it, but I don't want to see any more trailers. because They already showed me the whole movie anyway. So, yeah. All right. Aubrey, what about you? How did you feel about this trailer? It's okay. I mean, <laughs> I, there's that dude that was Vine famous for a while in the beginning. Oh, Christ. Yeah. I think it'll be okay to watch once, but I probably won't watch it again after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it looks amazing. It looks just like the type of movie that uh, I would want to see if someone gave me like, uh, you know, like a $30 million budget. It was like, hey, here you go. Go, go make a movie. I would totally make a movie about kids on an adventure fighting aliens. Uh, riding their bikes. I think that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, I am all in. I will be watching this movie the second it comes out, which will be May 24th. Uh, but if you haven't checked it out, folks, I'll definitely check it out. Rim of the World. It's going to be on Netflix. It looks amazing. 
like a modern day Stranger Things. Okay, and then finally, the last trailer that came out that I wanted to talk about was It, Chapter 2. Uh, this one is the sequel to It, Chapter 1, obviously, where the, uh, the Loser Club is adults now, and they all come back to Derry, if I remember correctly, where it looks like they're going to have to face off against Pennywise once again. Uh, it was a pretty long trailer. It kind of set the mood uh, that this was going to be really suspenseful. Uh, and then it shows some clips from the movie coming up towards the end of it. it. It was a little freaky. I enjoyed it. I'm definitely ready to watch it. Uh, but I think I need to watch the first one again and get familiar with it again. Uh, so, <laughs> so, Aubrey, did you get a chance to watch this trailer? And what did you think of it? It's creepy. <laughs> Does that mean that you want to go see it? I don't really want to go see it. You guys made me see the first one. And it wasn't as bad as Halloween. Yes. But it was still really freaking creepy. And I don't like watching kids die. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we saw, when we were talking about the first one, I had said <laughs> that I was really upset because I had to watch kids die. <laughs> and I'm afraid to watch it again. Well, the beauty of this is that all of the kids are adults now. So I get to watch adults die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, Arbor, you saw the first one. Do, don't you want to see how it ends? Don't you want to get the conclusion? Not really, no, but okay. I will. I will. I will go watch it. It has somewhat of a supernatural element, so it's not like real life could truly happen. I'll go watch it. <laughs> All right, Joey. What about you, man? What did you think of this trailer? I completely forgot that we made Aubrey go see the first one. <laughs> and I retroactively felt terrible afterwards. Yep. <laughs> Aubrey, you don't have to go see this if you don't want to. We can get a guest host that week. It's all right. We'll go see it. It's just going to be creepy. I'm going to be in the minority here. I didn't like this trailer at all. Wow. Not even a big, long setup? No, and and the thing is, is it's there was absolutely nothing wrong with it, and I actually really liked it. I liked the scene, I liked watching it, but it wasn't a trailer. It was just a fucking scene. Yeah, the trailer part came afterwards. Yeah, like for like thir- fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to see a scene from the movie. I just wanted a trailer that showed some cool stuff, and then that was it. And then I don't have to watch any more trailers. Now I feel like this scene's going to come up in the movie, and guess what? I already saw it. Yeah, but you didn't see how it concludes. The naked lady running towards uh, Jessica Chastain. Eh, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it at all because I was expecting a trailer and instead I got a scene from the movie. So um, in terms of what I had to watch, uh, it was great and very creepy and um, and weird, which brought you right back to kind of like how the first all the same people are making this one that made the first one. Right. Yeah, I believe so. It was the same. Okay, say, it, it had the same vibe and everything, so uh, it it was great. But it just, I just was looking for a tr- like a just a trailer. I didn't want to watch a full scene from the movie. So sorry to be Debbie Downer. Hey, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I actually uh, I enjoy this approach of uh, showing scenes instead of uh, different clips from the movie. Because then when you're watching a movie, you're like, oh yeah, where's the where's the clip where this happens? Where this clip where this happens? Uh, now you just get a scene, you know exactly what's going to happen in that one scene. So I, I, I'm fine with that. It's a good way of um, not spoiling what happens at the end of the movie. I'm okay with it. Uh, but like I said, I do got to watch the first one again because I honestly don't remember any of that shit. And Aubrey, you don't have to go see it. I'm just going to say that right now. I was only kidding. You don't have to go watch it. 
I'll probably suck it up and go see it. <laughs> there you go. As a trooper. All take right. One all right. So that's it. That's all I got for the news. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk all about Detective Pikachu. Hey, what's up, everybody? I hope you're having fun listening to this episode of So Wizard Podcast. But did you know you can actually get paid just for listening to us? I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. We've just discovered a new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast you love, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks, or if unlike me, you're a good person, you could actually donate it to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. Here's what you got to do. Download the free app right now on your iPhone or Android device. And I've got a special code for you. Simply use our code WIZARD when you sign up and you'll get 300 PodCoin just to start off. If you listen to enough of us on there, you can get a drink at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card and it's like I gave it to you. So go ahead, go listen to this podcast or any of your other favorite shows on PodCoin and sign up with the code WIZARD. It'll change the way you listen to podcasts. Justin, can you believe it's almost time? Time for what? The 2019 live stream for The Cure. This is our third year hosting this amazing event with every single cent going toward cancer research. The Cancer Research Institute funds research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. And this amazing nonprofit organization is rated over 92% by CharityNavigator.org and puts 88 cents of every dollar toward cancer research. Last year, thanks to an amazing team of collaborators, fans, supporters, and listeners, we raised over $5,000 in 30 hours on the air. And this year, with your help, we're going for our biggest goal yet. Tune in May 17th to the 19th on twitch.tv slash Epic Film Guys for 40 hours of amazing content as we try to reach $7,500. For more information or to find out how you can become a part of the event, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference. All right, and we're back. It's time to discuss Detective Pikachu. We all had a chance to see it. Let's give some quick non-spoiler impressions, and we'll jump into talking all about the movie and spoiling the heck out of it. Of course, we'll let you know before we get there. But to start, what did you think of the movie, Aubrey? I really liked the movie. I think, like, it had... Maybe it was just because I grew up with Pokemon, and that was from my generation. And so... Pokemon was a big part of my childhood, so that's probably where a lot of it comes from. But I really, really enjoyed this movie, and I hope that they make more. How about you, Mark Ellis? What did you think? It was all right. <laughs> you know what? I'm. Who am I going to side with here? Who do you think I'm going to side with in this? I think you thought it was a big pile of turds. No. No, no way. No, I didn't think it was turds, but I'm with Mark. It was all right. I think that's another reason why I think it was a generational thing. Like, I loved it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you trying to say? Saying you're old as shit. That's what she's saying. I mean, you guys were were in, like, high school when Pokemon came out. Keep going. 
I know. I was in elementary school when Pokemon came out. I was in college when Pokemon came out. (laughs) That's what I mean. (laughs) Well, high school, yeah, that's fine. We'll go with high school. Yeah, but I think it was, you know, an an age thing because this was something from my childhood that became a reality. And so for me, there's all that nostalgia wrapped into it, which is amazing to me. It is fucking fantastic. This is something that brings me back. Whereas, you know, you watch Super Mario Brothers. So there might be something to that. Cause I will say that my son said that this was like one of the best movies he's ever seen. So <laughs> and he's, he's a, a huge Pokemon fan. He's only seen like five movies in his life. So we had a, <laughs> <laughs> he saw secret life of pets twice. And, <laughs> uh, no, no, he just, he loves Pokemon. So, uh, I can kind of understand that. Um, any non-spoiler stuff you guys want to talk about or just jump right into spoilers? Is there spoilers for this movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess the... if you haven't seen it. Yeah, okay. All right. There is, I guess there is some spoilers, I guess, towards the end of it. I guess. All right. So we're going to play a sound drop delineating that spoilers are coming. And uh, we're going to start spoiling stuff. So you haven't seen Detective Pikachu, I guess... Uh, Depending on your love for Pokemon, you might want to go or skip it and wait for home video. I want to age myself, Aubrey. Uh, (laughs) But uh, here we go. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right. So I I don't know. Give me give me some stuff that you liked about the movie. We'll we'll start with Mark Ellis, because we know Aubrey loved the movie because she's young. So. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what did you? What, what were some things you liked about the movie, Mark Ellis? Uh, I really liked the effects. I thought all of the Pokemon looked really cool. Like they didn't look like uh, like the uh, Seven Deadly Sins in Shazam. They were just like, which I still haven't seen. Oh, they're fucking awful. The, the special effects in that movie is awful. They're not very special. No, no, not <laughs> at all. Uh, I did like the look of the Pokemon. I liked that there was of. A whole variety of them and you couldn't and they didn't really like hey kids here's so and so they just kind of like blended them through the background uh, and i like the look of the movie and i like ryan reynolds performance as uh, pikachu that's what that's, those are things that i really really liked about it everything else i don't know what about you aubrey what were some things you what were some things you really liked about the movie um, I really liked the story it kind of reminded me of the first pokemon movie that they came out with and I did the the CG in it wasn't horrendous. It was actually pretty good. I do like how they turned Pokemon into real animals, and they did a great job at doing so. It didn't look bad. They almost looked like Muppets in a way, mm-hmm. but I liked it. I thought it was really funny. Uh, it was lighthearted. I originally, I know I said that I didn't want this movie to happen because I thought it was going to be stupid, but Ryan Reynolds actually did a really good job as Pikachu and they did a good job with the story surrounding that. Because if you think, you know, if you you were a big Pokemon fan, Pikachu never spoke words. So when you kind of change from that, it becomes like this this is not familiar this is not the story that i'm i know and then it kind of becomes stupid because the whole part that you love about pokemon is you know it's it's fantasy 
And then he was just this this only Pokemon that only the main character could hear, and it just became weird. But they did a really good job at explaining why that was. Mm-hmm. And they had a good reason for it. And I think that that good reason kind of backs it up and makes the whole rest of the story seem not so stupid. Okay. All right, Joey, what about you? What did you love about it? Um, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I think the thing I really liked about it, about the movie and God, this is just such a theme with movies. I feel like the last maybe six to eight months was, uh, I liked the world. I liked him living in a world of Pokemon and riding on the train with Pokemons and walking through the market and there's Pokemons like seeing a real fully realized live action world where Pokemons exist. Yeah. Fucking great. Loved it. Then unfortunately there has to be a movie. So (laughs) I didn't like that, but (laughs) you know, I liked how, like Aubrey said it in, in like you said too, Mark, it it wasn't like they, they brought out each Pokemon one at a time was like, look, here's Gengar. Like it was just there and integrated into the world and things that people did. Um, so I liked that a lot about it, but like, that was about it. Yeah. (laughs) I liked, I liked the main character. Um, I don't know what the, remember what this character's name was? (laughs) Uh, what? Oh no, I was going to say Harry, but Harry was Tim. 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 That's it. Yeah. Okay. I liked, I liked that kid that played Tim. Uh, I liked him in uh, Jurassic world. I like him in this, so I definitely want to see more of him in something. Uh, and I really like the girl that played the reporter. <laughs> yeah, she was she was actually pretty cool, and I was waiting for her to get her get her her limelight, get her shine, you know, like actually like contribute something cool to the story instead of just being like uh, you know the intrepid reporter. I wanted her to do something really cool, and they just kind of like they did it at the end, but it's just kind of like yeah, here you go. Yeah, she didn't really do anything other than be cute and. Maybe try to start dating the main character. So, but she was attractive. So, <laughs> keep her around. You know. But that that was it for me for good stuff. <laughs> what, you, what what about things you guys didn't like about the movie, uh, Mark? All right. So, I've never. How much time do you have? <laughs> right. Uh, I've never seen any of the Pokemon movies before. I've never seen like the TV show at all. And I was thinking about it too before I saw this movie. I'm like maybe I should just brush up and watch like the first movie. Uh, just so I could, you know, kind of get familiar with the world. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to I'm gonna watch it cold. I want this to appeal to me. I want to get what the appeal is. I treated this movie like I treat other comic book movies. It's like, all right, I don't. I never read the book, but I want to know what is it about this story that makes someone go, okay, here's millions of dollars. We're going to tell it as a motion picture. You know what I mean? And I'm watching a movie and I'm like waiting for like monsters to fight each other. And for, you know, kids to throw like the little red and white Pokeballs at each other or whatever, whatever it is, however the Pokemon thing happens. And instead we get a a detective story and I'm like, okay, all right, that's cool. It's a detective story, but it's just them unraveling clues. Like just that's it. There's like one kind of fight scene and then it's just like trying to figure out, just trying to unravel what the clue was. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of dozed off a couple of times during this movie. I'm just waiting for something to happen, anything to happen. And then when they finally do figure out what the clue is, I didn't even care at that point. I don't care what the bad guy was. I don't care what his plan was. I don't even care. I just wanted something to happen. I, and I don't understand. I just don't understand. I, I don't get what the Pokemon appeal is. Other than looking at the screen going, hey, there's Charizard. And hey, there's Jigglypuff. Like, that, that's cute and all, but that 
that's not enough for me to like the movie. All right. What about you, Aubrey? Something you didn't like about the movie? Um, nothing. It, <laughs> it was perfect. I I feel like they could have done more. Um, but I honestly I was happy with it the way that it was. I've I feel like they can do more and more stories now. I almost wish Tim had a Pokemon at the end, like he had finally found his partner Pokemon. Um, but I feel like they did a really good job, and I look forward to seeing more stories that follow. So I feel like that'll give me what I wanted from it. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I had a lot of problems with this movie. <laughs> really? Well, just because the movie wasn't very good. Like, I, I, I liked when they were detective detectiving i guess for lack of a better term <laughs> okay um but the m- more they got into the story the more dumb it was <laughs> so like i was perfectly fine with a small scale movie about him figuring out what happened to his dad yeah uh, i didn't need this giant thing at the end with mew to like flying around and like people turning into Pokemon for three minutes. <laughs> like what the fuck was that? It felt like the, the scene in uh Spider-Man where uh, the lizard tried to make everyone like lizards in New York city. Oh, I thought you were going to say at the parade with the balloons, with Macy gray singing. <laughs> no, that would be uh that would be Batman, but uh, the Joker with the balloons. That's right. <laughs> um, but like that all felt stupid. And, and the thing with like, Oh, my son is really a ditto and I'm really evil. Like I didn't give two shits about those characters. So like who fucking cared mm-hmm. like that was so undercooked. Like I really wish they had stayed small scale with the uh, storyline. And then how did he not recognize his dad's voice? <laughs> well, he hasn't talked to him in 10 years, 12 years. Uh, I don't talk to my dad very much, but <laughs> if uh, my dog started talking, to me and <laughs> it had his voice. I'm pretty sure I'd figure it out pretty quick. <laughs> no, his dad probably isn't as uh, a wise ass like Pikachu was. Right, right. <laughs> Which makes no sense. Cause it was just his dad's personality transported into Pikachu. So yeah, I, I don't know. So yeah, I mean, it just, just like I said before, like I liked parts where I liked where they were detectiving and I liked, uh, you know, them hanging out interacting, but the actual like, movie was stupid (laughs) Mm -hmm. and people love this movie man this movie is getting so much love like right now and i'm i don't get it i don't get it it's like shazam like people love shazam and i'm like i just don't i can i don't know i just can't wrap my brain around it there's so many other movies that are like actually good that i can't see how you're finding that in this particular movie like zone troopers for example (laughs) it's no no zone troopers that's That's right All right, what did you guys think of Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, Aubrey? You're a huge P- Pikachu fan, so was this everything you wanted it to be and more? Um, it was okay. I think it was funny. I don't think it was the Pikachu that like Ash had, um, and that's hard to differentiate between because a lot of people associate Pikachu with the Pikachu that Ash had. Um, so I think that that's that was a little bit more difficult. Um, but it was good if you. If you look at him as a whole different Pikachu, then it's totally fine. How about you, Mark Ellis? What did you think of his performance as Pika, Pika Pikachu? Um, I actually thought it was really good. I mean, it, it reminded me a lot of Deadpool. 
that same kind of wise ass remark I did like when he was singing a theme song and crying on a bridge. I thought that was actually pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, I think Ryan Reynolds is is fantastic. I think I thought he did a great job. All right, all right. <laughs> you did not like him. I, um, it was all right. I thought some of the jokes kind of landed flat. Uh, sometimes he was a character in the movie, and sometimes he was almost like a somebody taking the piss out of the movie. Okay. So I don't know. I didn't really like that that much. But yeah, I mean, he was fine. I, I I liked him. I mean, it was the main selling point to the movie was him as Pikachu. So if that didn't work, the whole movie is fucked. And and I thought it definitely worked. So it just uh, it could have been this could have been a lot better. I don't know why this feels so it's such like a half baked movie. I, I don't know. This could have been a lot better. But I did want to say that uh, I really was hoping for, and maybe this will come in the future. Like I said, I haven't read. Or I haven't read. I haven't seen any Pokemon TV shows or movies at all. I kind of want one movie that tells me who Ash is and who Team Rocket is and actually shows what Pokemon is supposed to be. Because I didn't even know it was Pocket Monsters until like a few months ago. (laughs) So I want someone to like, I want a movie to like seriously explain that to me and make it fun and interesting. And I'm, I'm glad that Pikachu is making money. But uh, that's the movie that I want to see. I want to see a kid in a baseball cap throwing those red and white balls at monsters. That's what I want. Mark wants to see kids' balls. You just watched (laughs) the first Pokemon movie. (laughs) Okay, Arbor, you convinced me. I'm going to watch the first Pokemon movie. And not just just because uh, Sporty Spice is on a soundtrack. No. (laughs) I thought you you were going to watch it for vitamin C. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just for the soundtrack alone. The vitamin C in sync. I'm pretty sure Britney Spears is in there somewhere. Just don't watch Digimon, the movie. What? I miss Digimon. I hope they make a Digimon movie. Okay, so that's uh, Digital Monsters, I'm going to guess, right? Yeah, that's like <laughs> like the Dollar Tree version of Pokemon. <laughs> I loved Digimon. That was my jam. Oh, okay. So a, a quick question. So they were giving out these cards at the movie theaters, right? These Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. And I thought the Pokemon card thing like died like 10, 15 oh. years ago. Is this oh, still no, a no, thing? no, 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 no. <laughs> Didn't everyone like graduate to Pokemon Go on their phones now? Isn't that the thing now? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. So uh, basically I should hold on to these cards or give them to someone or something. Yeah. Yeah, The amount of money that Colin spends on Pokemon cards in a given year is like the gross domestic product of like Uruguay. That's amazing. And what do what do kids do with these cards? Like when I was a kid, we used to collect baseball cards. What do you do with Pokemon cards? You can bat and so you there's a whole game. So you can go to like different different stores will have tournaments and stuff. That's what I used to do growing up. Yeah, there's a whole Pokemon tournaments. There's a whole game that goes with it, like kind of like Magic the Gathering. Mm -hmm. And and this is still a thing. Kids are still doing this, playing games with these paper like cards fucking crazy dude <laughs> it's, it's fantastic we actually had a ban where you couldn't bring any pokemon cards to school because kids will fight over it they would be taking them out in class they'd be trading them oh. they they would be showing other people it was super distracting but yeah we had a ban for a while on pokemon cards but that's what me and my brother did we'd go to tournaments all the time wow amazing mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just want to say a quick shout out to my buddy Pedro, who uh, is a little bit like a tad younger than me, but he knew who all of the Pokemon was. He pointed them all out. Yeah, we got, um, I got a crash course in all the background Pokemon for my son while we watched the movie. So nice. 
Noah was yelling out the name of all Pokemon. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't get kicked out of the movie because I had to talk to him a million times. Like, it's, no. a ki- it's a kid's movie. People, I think, knew what they were getting themselves into when they walked in the door. Yeah. I knew when we were in the previews and Godzilla, there was a Godzilla trailer and Godzilla lifted his head up in the air and shot the blue flames out of his mouth. Yeah. And Noah was like high up on his seat and he's just screaming, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, it's going to be a fun movie. <laughs> Did you guys get some weird trailer for like a romance, like, <laughs> like dating movie? Yeah. 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 The, uh, the sun is also a star. They played that. Trailer. Yeah. Talk about not knowing your audience. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's like, I not only hate that movie, I now hate all movies. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Godzilla trailer. I yeah, don't we got Godzilla. The other ones were. Yeah, I think there might have been something else. I don't remember. But... Yeah, that was, a, beside himself. that was an awful, uh, boring trailer. And I was just like, Jesus, like, who picked this to run in front of uh, Pikachu? Like, Nobody wants to see that. We got the Sonic trailer, too. Everybody was like. Dude, I gotta tell you, like, I was in an early morning showing with a lot of families and kids, and it seemed pretty positive buzz for Sonic. Yeah, man. As soon as like you hear that little sound effect, that little ring sound effect, people are like, "Ooh!" So yeah, I think uh, I think they might be onto something there. <laughs> Did you see videos online of uh, people watching the, the movie trailer in the theater, and the entire theater goes, "Uh, meow," <laughs> together <laughs> with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking great all right so i mean that's more or less it for detective pikachu any any final thoughts on the movie before we give a score aubrey no mark uh yeah if you really if you go see the movie spoiler alert ryan reynolds is in the movie and not just his voice right would you yeah so did you guys like that ryan reynolds actually being in the movie i did it was fine yeah mm. I, I assumed he was going to be in it somewhere so I just didn't know he was going to be like his dad at the end. I thought maybe he had like a five second like cameo as like a cook or like a restaurant worker or something. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Noah got emotional and was crying. Oh, <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll just say like I think your love of this movie is directly proportional to your love of Pokemon. So yeah, yep. If like Aubrey or my son, you're huge into Pokemon. You're going to love it. If you're like me or Mark and you know, I mean, I, I think I like Pokemon more than Mark. I'll, I say, I'll probably say that. Oh yeah. You're <laughs> definitely more familiar with it than I am. Right. And not just for my son. Like I've, I've watched the cartoon and stuff back in the day, but um, you know, it's just not a franchise I'm huge into, but I, I can see where you know, it's a lot of fan service, but as a movie, I don't think it works very well. So yep. It's just a, almost not quite. And really, like I said, wish they had kept it a lot smaller scale and, and just had more of a better story. But that's neither here nor there. What kind of score do we got for this thing on a scale of zero to five? Aubrey. I'll give it a four. <sighs> and that's fair. I can see that. All right. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, I give it a two. Not even a two and a half. I'm going to give it a straight two. Wow. We're on the same wavelength, Mark, because I also gave it a two. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's uh, that's Detective Pikachu. So hopefully uh, you'll check it out. Let us know what you thought on Twitter uh, or Facebook. Get get at us. Let us know. 
Uh, but before we finish up for the week, Aubrey, you're going to sing the Pokemon theme song for us. Okay. <laughs> Wanna be the very best, like no one ever was. The captain is my real test. The train ship is my call. I will travel across the land, searching far and wide. Find to understand <laughs> the power that's inside. Pokemon. Pokemon. You gotta catch them all. You and me. No, it's my destiny. You're my soul. You're my best friend. In a world, must defend. Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta catch you. This heart. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, I was feeling it, man. Oh, Are you kidding? Me. I was start. I was starting to get into that. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Any more singing by Aubrey will be exclusive to Patreon. <laughs> It was just your first taste, kid. Yep. That's right. Look, look out for that hot fire mixtape coming out soon. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Aubrey X, I go the Rain Man. <laughs> a whole album about Pokemon. Yep. And Digimon. That's right. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Let's get some recommendations and wrap this bad boy up. Aubrey, what do you have for the listeners out there? Um, I don't have any recommendations, actually. Other than Noah. to... Uh, Buy Pokemon cards. Yeah. Noah, do you have any recommendations? No. Okay. <laughs> he says he's going to see Godzilla. Excellent. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, yeah, I would recommend, well, two things. Uh, number one, Adam Wallyhawk put a video up on our uh, YouTube page, and he pretty much has the same attitude about Funko Pops that I have about Pokemon. Just don't get it. But Funko Pops, I do get. I like Funko Pops. I think they're cool. So what I would recommend everyone do is, A, watch the video from Adam Mollyhawk uh, as he discusses what it is about Funko Pops that he doesn't understand. And please get at him. Comment. Let him know. If you're down with Funko Pops, please explain it to him. Let him know what why they're so cool. Uh, I have Funko Pops. I do, too. And I know Joey does because I remember seeing him on his desk at work. Yeah, I have some. I'm just not fucking obsessed with them and, like camping outside of stores and stuff for yeah them. yeah but it's it's not it's not even about being obsessed it's just about the the items themselves what is it about the items that make you want to get them i think they're cool i only have funko pops of the things that i like right um exactly. i know some people that collect like all of them mm-hmm. and i and i also only have the ones that i like too and they're fun i think they're cute uh, so yeah, so get it, Adam Mollyhawk. Let him know what you think about Funko Pops. Uh, the second thing is, if you have Hulu, uh, check out a documentary about Adam Lambert joining Queen. It's called "The Show Must Go On." Talks a little bit about uh, Queen's history and what they were going to do after Freddie Mercury passed away, and then how Adam Lambert kind of came onto the scene. Uh, and you get to see it from both their sides and get to see it like come together. It's a really cool documentary. It's about uh, like an hour and a half or so. Uh, but uh, it's filled with really cool Queen music and has a lot of really cool stories. So uh, check that out. It's called The Show Must Go On, The Story of Queen and Adam Lambert. Well, I will be definitely checking that out then since I will be seeing them in concert this summer. Oh, you're lucky. <laughs> now, not lucky for my bank account. But... <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Well, I will suggest that everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, 
so much more. So is your podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podcoin, just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. We will be there. Check out our aforementioned YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search So Wizard Podcast. Uh, Adam's dropping weekly videos of content for you. And the podcast is there if inexplicably you want to listen to a podcast on YouTube. Um, yeah, so he's got that Funko Pops video. He's still working his way through uh, Steven Spielberg's filmography with uh, some long-form videos uh, diving deep on those. So that's pretty interesting stuff there for you. Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash. So is your podcast. You can monetarily support the show, get exclusive episodes of the podcast this month. It's going to be our 20th anniversary retrospective of the Phantom Menace. So you definitely don't want to miss out on that. Join us on patreon.com backslash. So was your podcast. Uh, let's see what do I want to recommend. Uh, I don't know. What if I, oh, I will, you know what? I will recommend Game of Thrones. Really? I have been watching it. I don't understand where a lot of the hate is coming from this season. People like just do not like the show anymore. And you know what? I'm still all in. This is my, the, the one character I want to make it to the end of the show has one more episode to go. <laughs> <laughs> and as long as they. Right. <laughs> I could have ruined it. As long as they can make it through an hour and a half of, sh- of more show. I'll be perfectly happy with anything else that happens. So <laughs> that's crazy. You don't even care about the the story or the plot or anything. You just care about this one character making it to the end. Um, you know, I'm just a fan of them <laughs> <laughs> in real life and on the show. And I a hundred percent agree with their actions of this past week. Wow. And they should do it more often. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to be very vague here but um you know what they say you know dracaris them all let uh, god sort them out but um, i feel like i know how the show is gonna end and i've had a theory for a while but i am afraid to figure out like i'm afraid to put it out there in case it is right and then people are mad at me yeah i already know how the show's gonna end and it's whack so oh nice <laughs> are, are we gonna yes. are we gonna do a, a game of thrones like recap next week then no, next week we're going to talk all about John Wick Chapter 3. Oh, I'm guessing I'm back. Oh, That's do right. I have to go see that? <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. Right. You should probably watch the first two, though, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I guess I know what I'm doing this week. <laughs> There's your homework, Aubrey, but that's also everyone else's homework. If you haven't seen the first two John Wick films, what the hell is wrong with you? They're amazing. Get that done and get to the theater. See John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum, and join us back here next week. But that is going to do it for episode number 249. <laughs> Nine of the Soul Wizard podcast in a row. We've had so many of these in a row, I can't keep track of the numbers, but... We'll see you back here next week. It's been my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Good night and good journey. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. Yeah, I got Pokeballs. I got big ones. (laughs) Wakanda forever. Remember, kids, don't collect STDs like you collect Pokemons. You don't want to catch them all. Good journey.